So it's really all about soil. We could break this thing down. This is keep me free because we're going to break it down so we can stay free. See this couple walking around the building. I don't, I don't know if that's like his, a woman and a son and they just have bags and they look homeless. And they just keep walking round and round and round and round and round. I tried to give him some money once and they, she refused it. I didn't understand that. I like to have a mobile shower and a mobile gift shop. For the people that are living out on the street, they can just come and take a shower and get some new clothes and maybe get a coat, you know, blanket, good warm blanket, you know, a new backpack maybe, something like that, I don't know. Something that might even include some sort of portable shelter that can be constructed and, and then broke down. an increase in those things. I mean, some some places already blew out. practices but I'm talking about a relationship where you get up in the morning and it's good morning Lord how do you feel this morning and he says I feel about you he says I feel about you See, my, I put my spirit inside of you so I feel about you. You got something that belongs to me. <clears throat> this is what the Lord, this is, how he in, this is how he showed me he thinks in certain ways and areas. He says, you have something that belongs to me. 
You got a family member living inside of you, inside of your temple. I got an outpost. I got a, a relationship to this building here. That's you born again, believer. He has a relationship to your structure. He has a relationship to you. You believe that the Lord Jesus Christ died for your sins and that you've accepted that as your personal identification, something that's for you. And you believe not only that he died, but he rose from the grave because that's where your victory lies. At. And you've accepted that resurrection for yourself, meaning that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your God. You've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your God. Then you have a temple inside of you. You know, the temple got a courtyard. Let me look out in the courtyard. Let me look for my spirit out into the courtyard of my temple and see what I see. Okay. Looking out the window from my spirit. Okay, I see some old motor that used to drive me sitting on blocks. I see a way of thinking that maybe I haven't quite let go of. I see the uh, the, the, the uh, old tires of, of, of places I used to tread still in my memory piled up over there as I look out of my temple into my soul. So I, I still got that bad relationship to my first wife, to my first husband that now I, I bring into my present day. That, that, that's, that's a pile of rubbish over there. As I look out from my spirit into my soul, my garden. I still got some issues about abandonment. I got stacks of wood of abandonment that were never built, structures that were never built in my spirit, structures and relationships that was never built in my heart with a parent that never built something in me. So I got piles of wood in my soul life that was never constructed. A place of peace, a place of comfort, a place of security was never constructed in my heart. So I, but I got these piles of wood, you see. Lord said, get that wood. I'm a carpenter. I'll be your father. I'll teach you the wisdom that a father should teach a son or a daughter. I'll be that. Get it out. 
whatever good we gonna use it and my probably most of it ain't good so we gonna have to recycle the wood and give you something else to build with i say this in the name of jesus the lord looked at the wood the lord looked at the wood that you've been trying to build a fortress of of comfort out of a relationship that was broken he said none of it's good Throw it all in the fire. I'll give you something to build another structure in your heart of my flesh and my blood. I'll build you another structure. It won't be of the broken memories. It won't be it won't be of the substance of shattered dreams. That's all that wood that we have in our soul. In the garden of our soul. All them unfulfilled promises and broken promises and abuse and neglect. All that it's like. Unfulfilled projects. I drove by a place the other day and for 20 years they've been trying to build a church. Unfulfilled projects. See, we have that in our soul life unfulfilled projects and we commiserate over all the unfulfilled projects and see you, you'll find that you have a, a friend in, in misery commiserating you have a friend in that and see the flesh is a whispering voice that tries to tell you that what you're going through it's someone else's fault and that you must blame them and that you must seek revenge on them and that it was them or that it was you. You're no good. God doesn't love you. So you have a voice. God doesn't care. Consistently feeling emotionally what you feel and having a relationship to it. It knows you're in pain. This is the flesh, the voice of the flesh. It knows you're in pain. It knows you're in pain. It knows you're hurting. It knows that it hurts. So your flesh and the flesh of the world has so much to say about your life. So much to say. And the pain of your own personal voice finds fellowship with the flesh, with your flesh. And the enemy spirit sits down in the table of your life and your soul and your flesh and the enemy spirit have conversations and fellowship and give directions and instructions to your whole entire life.
the way you think, the way I feel, the way you think, what I hope for, all things. Hey, sweet. Destruction. In a relationship between your soul, the flesh, and the enemy spirit, an unholy triangle exists. Your soul, your flesh, and the enemy spirit. Discover some cheating. My flesh, my soul, and the Holy Spirit. Are being subject to another voice. The Holy Spirit is not happy. Because I've given all my attention to another table. I'm a born again believer. I have a temple inside of me. But my flesh and my soul has denied the Holy Spirit has denied the relationship of the Holy Spirit to me. And I've listened to that voice for so long. I followed that voice for so long. The conversation, a three-way conversation between my soul, my flesh, and the spirit of the world, the enemy spirit. I didn't really know there was another conversation. I thought the conversation that my soul heard in its head was the only conversation 
You know, I think that's what happens that people believe that the voices in their head is the only true voice. Ah, Rasha. Gotta say that again, please. Many believe that the voice is, is the voices in their head is the only true voice. For a long time, I believed that the voice in my head was the only true voice. It becomes a train, see? One, one thought becomes another thought, becomes another thought, becomes another thought. Then you don't, before you know it, you're on a track, a train track of thought, a pattern. You're in a pattern of thinking. You're in a pattern of thoughts. I believe for so long what I thought was not just true, but that it was the proper way of thinking. I believe that my thoughts were the proper way of thinking about most subjects. That's so arrogant. And if you share in this arrogance, let's put it down right now. Let's, let's, let's set it down right now. Because when I read Ecclesiastes and I begin to compare the thoughts of my arrogance against Ecclesiastes, I'm, 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 I'm taken aback by myself. I'm punched back. My spirit punches my soul back. My spirit punches my soul back. You know, you have to punch your soul back. Your spirit has to deliver a punch to your soul. Knock them out. Your spirit has to knock out your soul. Your spirit has to give your soul an uppercut. Hey, what up, kid? A knockout. You gotta deliver a continuous flow of knockouts to your soul. You have to bring your soul unto a. You have to. You, you have to concussion. You have to give your soul a concussion. Your spirit has to give your soul a concussion. You gotta knock it out. See, this is advanced. You know, if you just if you just understood what I said in that, and you just you might be on the on the verge of the advanced courses. That made sense to you that your spirit has to knock out your soul. Then you may have just this might be your graduation day. <laughs> Ooh, Lord Jesus, you got to knock them out. Once, Cause see, once you realize that your spirit gotta knock out your soul, you on another level. Once you realize that your spirit, as a born again believer, has to knock out your soul, you are on another level, which means you are now responsible for another level of fighting. 
because you realize your spirit has to knock out your soul. But see, if your spirit knocks out your soul, then your body is going to lay down and play dead. If your spirit knock out your soul, your body going to lay down and play dead. You on another level there. To even hear what I just said. Promotes new thought. To even hear what I said creates a new picture, spiritual picture, a new spiritual horizon inside of you, inside of your spiritual eyes. You realize that your spirit got to knock out your soul and your body gonna lay down and play dead. You've just, you've just pulled, this, the Holy Spirit just pulled you up on the rock that's higher than you. He says, put, pull me, put me on a rock that's higher than me. See, that's our problem in the born again book. That, that's our problem in the bite of Christ. We, 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 we don't know that you got to be put on the, hot, the rock that's higher than you. Then when you get placed on that rock, you got to go on another rock that's higher than you. So you're building rocks onto your Lord to go up, to meet him, to go out. To entertain him. See, this is what we're talking about. The born again believer, this is what we're going to do. Body of Christ, this is what we're going to do. We're going out to meet the Lord. But we're going to go out to meet him like this, see. We're we, we not just going to be like scraggling. You're like, what's this, you know, crawling. Yeah, There's going to be some doing that, but that's, they're going to be in the back. But what I'm saying is that when we go out to meet him, and the, but they still going to be coming, though. We, I'm not going to put that down because I want them to still come, even if they just crawl it. But when we go out to meet the Lord, it's going to be like banners being waved. It's going to be like amazing fireworks and joy and amazing joy, amazing. Just just we're going to go out to meet him with dancing. We're going to go out to meet him. We're going to go out to meet him as a as a bride, as the bridegroom going out in the company when the bride comes into the wedding when the bride comes in it's gonna be a festive occasion when we go out to meet him we're gonna be dressed to the nines oh my gosh oh we're gonna be playing the music he loves to hear we're gonna be playing the music he loves to hear we're gonna be dressed to the nines when we go out to meet him we're gonna put on our finest Finest colors, array of colors of hope, array of colors of peace, array of colors of salvation, colors of salvation. 
and the struggle. We'll have our banners waving with his name written across them. Our banners will be waving high as we go out to meet him. Take me to the rock that's higher than me.